Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. With a slight twist, you probably can hear sirens in the background, maybe the steam of a, uh, what are they called? The underground. The manholes. We are in New York City, baby. Stop looking at me like I'm mad. I'm trying to make it feel exciting. It sounds really weird. You sound like an extra from Pretty Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Do it sound like the homeless man at the beginning? Yeah. Welcome to LA, buddy. Yeah. Okay, well, I was trying to make it exciting. Okay. We're in New York. What better place to come than New York City, where I have eaten many a beautiful meal, basically thanks to Benny Blanco, who used to send me all around the restaurants in New York and we'd eat and eat and eat and everything would be planned. Forget about the song we were writing, it was about what, where we were going to go for dinner or what takeout we were gonna get. So I have so many fond food memories of New York. We've got some really exciting guests coming up on this series um, from different walks of life and professions and I'm so intrigued to know what their favorite spots in New York are. First up, we have the fantastic Zachary Quinto. Yeah, I can't wait to meet him. He's been on Broadway, he's been in films. He actually was in a film with my sister and that is how I got to know Zachary. He was in the very, very popular Heroes, um, Asyla, the serial killer. He's most famous for being the young Mr Spock. On is he? Star Wars, yes. Okay, well, he's, he's also the young Mr famous. Spock. The new Mr but Spock. But he's hugely famous. No, he's the younger Spock. Oh, because they've gone back in time. I didn't know they? you were a Trekkie. I'm not, but but that's what I know he's famous for. We have kindly been given the apartment of my friends, who has lots of gadgets and gizmos and actually Guitars. no tables and chairs. So <laughs> we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven guitars and a massive teddy bear. At least four pianos and about twenty keyboards. And no tables and chairs? No. That's right, we've got a teddy. What's on the menu today? Your very favourite. My favourite. Marbella chicken. Yes. Slight twist to it, put my own slant on it. What's your slant? Mixed up the dried fruit rather than just prunes, I put apricots in as well. Oh, fabulous. That can um, make the cookbook. <clears throat> yep. With pesto rice. Lovely. And a salad, and you've made the dressing. Yeah, I've kind of done it. Egg, I'm really into doing egg yolk in my dressings at the moment. Egg yolk, mustard, actually I need to put some lemon in it. Dijon mustard, white wine vinegar, oil, salt and pepper, honey. And then Alex, who's been also flown over, Pudding Bay, is here in New York. 
breaking hearts left, right and centre. Is he? Apparently. Or having his heart broken, I'm not sure. He's made coconut macaroons. Yeah, dipped in chocolate. He did just need to set off the fire alarm. Okay. By trying to microwave and melt some dark chocolate for it to dip in. Um, and I was really worried we were going to have to evacuate this whole building. That's right. Zachary Quinto coming up on Table Manners. Zachary Kunto, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Such dulcet tones. I know, why? It's just fruity, his voice. Your voice is very fruity. Fruity? fruity? You, yeah, I feel like you could have the voice that you could play King Lear with that voice. Ooh. You know what I mean? Thanks. That would be great. I would love that. Glenda Jackson's currently got the uh, anchor on King Lear here in New York. But... Oh, she's playing it. She's a, a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. In, I told you that. She's here. They're in rehearsal for it right now. She's she no amazing. Wrong. I saw she her got twice awards in, in London Odell for doing that. It, yeah. It's a new production, though, different director. Sam oh, Gold's directing it here, one. yes. Because it's new for her to play a man. Wasn't the production she did in London all women? Yeah. Okay, and so this is not all women. It's not. But there are other non traditional, there are other, like, you know, women playing male roles. But, uh, but yeah, she's doing it here right now. Um, I'm a little young as well, but, you know, someday. Do you get to go to the theatre a lot? All the time. So is that part of the pull of living in New York? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I lived in LA for 12 years before I came back here. Uh, but I've always loved New York and I always imagined myself, like when I, when I, was, in, when I was younger and in drama school, I always imagined I would come to New York. I never yeah. thought I'd live in LA, actually. I, I, I remember when we were graduating from school, they took us to LA to do a showcase. We did one here and one in LA. Mm. And I remember driving to the showcase in New York with friends from my class who were like, well, you know, maybe you'll go to LA. And I was like, I will never go to LA. <laughs> I loathe LA. I was like such a... Like, Where did you start out then? I grew up in Pittsburgh. Oh, PA. Oh, what? Because of the synagogue. Oh my God, know, yeah. Oh yeah. God, I know. Oof. It's too sad. Horrifying. I was just there yesterday. You were uh, canvassing? I was, yeah, canvassing and campaigning there. And... Uh, and that synagogue was, you know, like very close to where I grew up and School right around Hill. the corner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I grew up in in a suburb on the other side of the city, but it's so small. It was like less than 15 minutes away from my house and, and very near one of our dear, dear friends who, you know, I'm sure she's passed on now, but she surely would have known some of the victims or families of them, you know. So when you're not um, campaigning and mm-hmm. canvassing, what are you up to at the moment? Oh, uh, this moment I'm doing. A, I'm sh- I'm working on a TV show. I'm shooting a new TV show. Um, so I'm living in Providence, Rhode Island, right now, going back and forth a lot between and New York and Providence. And what's that like? Um, I don't even is, know where it is. Rhode Island. Rhode Island is a little bit. It's like getting up into New England from here. It's like oh, northeast okay. on the coast. So it's yeah. uh, good it's, accent, like strong accent there, or not? I think it was actually, to my understanding, Rhode Island and Pittsburgh. They did an, uh, a tournament of the ugliest accents in America, and it came down to Rhode Island and Pittsburgh. <laughs> and I think, I don't know which one which one prevailed. Um, so has it been announced, the TV show? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's on AMC. Uh, it's a show called Nosferatu. Um, is this the first series? It's the first series. That sounds um, familiar, Nosferatu. Well, Nosferatu historically is like a very old uh, vampire, right? Yeah. Like a German, that sort of big ear. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, shaved head, like, you know. But in this version of it, it's actually based on a novel that was written by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, yeah. It's really... Stephen uh, King is a real proper person with children. Yeah, go figure, right? <laughs> yes, <we did. laughs> <laughs> Do you know he what is. I mean? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's so massive as a writer, totally. you can't imagine like, he doesn't yeah, He's uh, sort of monolithic as an author, isn't he? But yeah, yeah. he's got, um, I think, more than one 
child, but Joe is uh, a really interesting author in his own right. Mm -hmm. And um, and so it's based on a novel that he wrote. And what's the character that you're playing? Are you it's playing like dark. a... Dark. You, you yeah. always play know, dark people and you're so lovely. It's a, it's a, it's a, I was just... I went to visit my mom when I was in Pittsburgh yesterday and, uh, and we were having this funny conversation where, um, you know, she was like giving me... She was like, you... She's like, are you evil? You know? I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Um, I was like, no, mom, I'm not evil. But yeah, I do. I play a lot of dark characters. Like serial killers? Silo serial was a, killers. And then, like, I mean, you were American an asshole in... Agent 47. Totally. No, I thought she was quite good. Well, you, he wanted to kill Hannah in the end. Yeah, I don't know what it's about. I really don't. But this, is, this was an interesting choice for me because, you know, I've been away from that for a while. I specifically didn't continue on with American Horror Story because yeah. of that. I was like, you know what, I really am... I want to take a little break from this. And then this opportunity came along. It's been about five years since I've been on television. It's been a minute. So I kind of thought it's very well written and, and it's it's... A really different kind of character, um, even though he's evil. But he's this kind of, uh, he's a vampire of sorts, but rather than, he doesn't take blood, but he kidnaps children and steals their souls, and taking their souls Mm. gives him vitality. Um, but so he, he, um, sometimes he's my, like my age and then sometimes he's like 135 years old. So I, ha- I go through Do you through have to these. play the 100? Oh, that's cool. I go through these real, I mean, since we're on a podcast, I could show you. Yeah. Can't you get younger though? If well, you're stealing children's souls. I don't get younger than I am because oh. the age that, that I, you know, the age that he is at his youngest, the character's youngest is the age that he was when he began to do this. So he doesn't okay. get younger than he... Who else is sense? in it? Yeah. Yeah, because I could um, steal souls if I thought I was going to get younger. What age would you Would you? <laughs> 26. <laughs> is 26 the age you go back yeah, to? Yeah, I'd you love go to. Back to. That would age. be my best age, yeah. In the last five years, I mean, you... you I'm so gosh, I missed it. Boys in the band. Mm. Boys in the band. Mm-hmm. It, and it's with... Um, I mean, there were. there's five of you in it. Or there's it nine, actually. Nine? Yeah, there's nine. Oh. Nine members of the cast. Oh, yeah. bloody hell. Are they all in the lineup of the photo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, whoops. I was very drawn to the fact that the guy from Girls was in it. Andrew Reynolds, yeah. I love him. Andrew's great. Um, was it fun to do that? Because it I was know incredible. It, it was brought back. It was a really important play, wasn't well, it? Well, Boys in, in the, the Band was the, uh, yeah, 1968. It was the 50th anniversary of the play this year. Mm. Uh, it was the first American player that really dealt with um, gay relationships and psychology openly. It was actually written by Mark Crowley uh, in response to an article in the New York Times that year by a a theater critic named Stanley Kaufman, who wrote this um, incredibly um, homophobic article, in a sense, uh, that impugned the playwright, the gay playwrights of that day, who were Tennessee Williams, William Inge, Edward Albee. Tennessee Williams was gay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Why didn't really? I know was that? He, it was he out then. But he uh, writes about all these craven women. Well, this is the interesting thing about the yeah. article in the New York Times, is that it was about how these gay playwrights take their homosexual experiences and then appropriate them to heterosexual women. relationships and women. And Mark Crowley read this article and felt really impugned by this 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 critic, and so he wrote so he wrote the boys in the band in response to that. How interesting! Yeah. So it was a really seminal play in the late sixties. No, Edward Albee was gay. I oh think. yeah, yeah, yeah. How interesting! So, um, I mean, you've done Broadway a few times. This is my second Broadway play, but I've done. Because you a did lot Tennessee Williams. I did Tennessee yeah. Williams. I did the Glass Menagerie. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. have you ever done, have you ever done theatre in the West End? I really want to. Okay, you heard it. I really want to. You will. You know, when I go over to London, like last time I was in London was last October, and I sat down with a lot. You know, I, I made it a point to like sit down with the people that are making theater over there and, you know, just seeking them out and like letting them know that I was offered to the production of, that we did of the glass measure here, um, moved to the West end, but it was two and a half years after we did it here. And I felt like I had moved on mm. from the experience. And so I didn't, I didn't go back and there were other were work conflicts that prevented me from doing it. We should talk about some food. Cause that okay. actually is kind of the podcast. Well, I want to know, first of all, do you have brothers and sisters? I have one older brother. Yeah. What yeah. does he do? He um, is a, a photographer and a furniture builder, actually. Wow. He's really talented. Um, he just moved. I think he's kind of reconfiguring his life. He just got married uh, last month, uh, two months ago. And yeah, and he's um, just moved out of L.A. He lived in L.A. for a long time. And now they've moved to um, just outside Tahoe. Oh, and nice. So yeah, they're really wow, that's like... that's a nice yeah, place to visit. Yeah, for sure. Your mom. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and now he's kind of refiguring out what he wants to do there, so... So th- the three of you... Yeah, my dad died when I was young. Yeah, you were really, you were really I was young. seven, yeah. That must have been so hard. Yeah. So I guess your mom kind of... She brought up two boys and... She did, yeah. And, and never remarried, never, really? never dated again, never remarried, nothing. It was very... That part of it was challenging to watch her kind of like switch that part of her life off after my father died. She was only, I mean, she was basically my age when I am now, when my father died, which is like crazy to think about as I get older, you know? Yeah. She did it all herself, basically, you know? And did a bang up job, if I do say so myself, in terms of, you know, what she provided us with and, and, you know, um, the opportunities she afforded us and, and the fact that we never... We never wanted for anything, you know, as kids, even though she really, I think, struggled to make that happen. Um, but at great sacrifice, at great personal sacrifice. And that's something that now is, uh, you know, I've seen the ways that it's come back to um, affect her life. You know, she kind of, there was a part of her that shut off after my father died. And that I don't think she ever fully processed the, the trauma of it and the, and, and it's, you know, difficult. Was that, he very young when he died? He was 50 when he passed. Yeah, yeah. Did, what did he do? He was a hairdresser. Really? Yeah. yeah, he was an incredible artist, musician, uh, visual artist. He was kind of a renaissance man. Um, yeah, he died of cancer. Oh, did, did he know? Were you kind of interested in acting at that age? No, yeah. not yet. So he didn't mm-hmm. know about that? I'm sure it was very dramatic as a child, but no, I didn't have any kind of boundaries for it or outlet for it. But maybe you and your brother both got your kind of artistic... I definitely feel that. You know, my father and my mother both had um, artistic sensibilities. But interestingly, I think for me, acting became a bit of a way to cope with the trauma of losing my father. You know, like a place where I could explore an emotional landscape um, safely. And also because my mom then became a single parent, she had to go... You know, she was a stay-at-home mom until he died, and then she had to get a job. And so... From a very young age, I was kind of fending for myself in ways. Mm. And so theater and acting became a place for me to go, for her to know that I was safe and taken care of. And, you know. So did that start with kind of after school mm-hmm. activities? Mm-hmm. And did you have an amazing acting coach? I mean, that drama teacher. Was it that person? You remember that yep. one teacher? Jill Wadsworth. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm still in touch with her and oh. she's still in Pittsburgh teaching. And uh, yeah, she really shaped me in terms of 
what I was capable of, I think, and what I... And she also taught me the most important thing that I learned from her was that being a good person is as important, if not more important, than being a good actor. Because there was a period of time in my adolescence where I wasn't a particularly... I was like a little snotty, bratty kid, I think, you know. Can't see uh, you like that. Yeah, I've evolved from that. But partly because of her, you know. But I was like snarky. I was like a little... Snarky. Yeah, you I mean, know, like... you were a teenager. I was... I was, a, I was and you'd lost was, your dad. I lost my dad. It's hard to rebel against someone who is your mum. Sounds like a good person. Yeah. It's very hard to rebel against a good yeah, person. Yeah, it just it just yeah. was like little ways that it would yeah. come into the light that I felt like she recognized, and she was like, "No, no, no, that's Don't not who. That that's way. not how we are." And she really, you know, she really instilled me with the understanding that being a good person and being compassionate and being mm. generous of spirit is actually what's important in the world. Did um, if your mum was working, what did she do? She worked. She got yeah. She worked first as a sort of a a very good friend who was a neighbor. Got her a job at like an investment brokerage house, and she was a sort of you know, I don't even really know what it would have been. Uh, advisor, exact not not a financial advisor. It was like a more of like an executive sort of managing accounts kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know. She worked there for years, and then she worked at a local magistrate's office, sort of running the office for years until she retired. So did she cook when she got home? She did, um, yeah. I mean, she wasn't... Uh, my father was he a really? cook, yeah. My he, father, was he Italian? He was. He was Italian, and he, he, he would get very interested in different types of cuisine and sort of... Like, I, I remember when I was young, uh, he, beca- he became very interested in Asian cuisine. And so he bought all this, like, Asian cookware. There were woks in the, in the you know, hang on the wall. Quite thing. exotic. Yeah, but, totally. Yeah. And, and as a kid, I was like, wow, these are really... Un- un-. And so he would, uh, he would work on different types of cuisine, but Italian, certainly. And uh, so food was, you know, coming from an Italian family... And and like the extended family, right? His yeah, uh, uh, yeah, his uh, yeah, my aunts and uncles, his older sister, who was born in Italy and then came over. I mean, there was a lot of food around that side of the family, and holidays were big food events you know big feasts on the table did you celebrate christmas eve like italians do uh we you know like like the seven fishes yeah, that kind yeah. of, we didn't do that but we had big i don't know what the seven fishes the, is. is it seven french, fishes is french that right? and italians do this fish the right whole, the, the night before right um mm. on christmas eve and that's it's their big kind meal. Of that, it's more important than christmas day uh-huh. right? yeah. yeah ours are no our Christmas Eve for us was about midnight mass, and like oh, yeah. we would open our presents on Christmas Eve, actually. And so then, you're Catholic. Yeah, we're Catholic. I was raised Catholic, um, and uh, yeah. But so my father was a cook, and then my mother, you know, she cooked to feed us. She didn't, you know, it wasn't a lot. It was like very like grilled chicken on, you know, on the. I would go down and grill the chicken, and she would make the salad and the vegetables, or you so know, everyone mucked in. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Russell Tovey was on um, the podcast a f- few weeks ago, and yeah. he said, yeah, "Yeah, I do know Russell, and I listened to that episode. I, I, I he learned. was lovely. Yeah, he's great. But he he's was great. T- saying about how his mum kind yeah. of treated food like fuel. Eat it, hurry up, and eat yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And it kind of was just like you know, it's not about it being cordon bleu. Yeah. It was right. like eat it. Yeah, they, yeah. Eat they, as much they, as you they kind of eat to live. Yeah, and we live to eat. Sure, that's yeah. great. I love that. I mean, I'm more like him." More fuel. Where I was, you know, like as a kid. It was, I would say like dinner time was always a time to communicate in our house. Like we always sat down for dinner. It wasn't so much like eat it. It Mm. was like, let's eat. 
Yeah. But it wasn't really like, I remember like my favorite, like I'd be like, I want chicken tonight, which was like a sauce yeah. in a jar that you like we put all on loved chicken. It. You know what I mean? Like, tonight. come on. Um, I so feel that like kind of chicken. Thing. It, was, it was a great <laughs> theme tune. Chicken tonight. It was, yeah. Absolutely. It was, it was full of additives. Was yeah. it? Chicken totally. tonight. It was just like, you know, chemicals in a jar, but it was delicious. Yeah. So it'd be like that kind of thing, you know, it wasn't really like, but yeah, but then I don't know. So I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge cook. Are you a foodie now that you've kind of, you live in New now York? Now you've evolved. And you're now, you, I'm sure you've experienced plenty of good meals mm-hmm. through agents mm-hmm. and fancy schmantz stuff. It's mm-hmm. quite fun. Do you feel like you're a foodie or you kind of still haven't, you're not I that bothered? I love a good meal. I love a good meal and I love to share food with people and what the experience is of it. Um, but I'm not like, I'm, I'm. I'm somewhat of a of a finicky picky eater. I oh Jesus! Like, I'm worried about what we're no. no I'm, go wor- for it. I'm worried because no, it's not. It's not. So no, fancy. but it's 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 a divisive meal. It's my favorite. I don't think it's a divisive. No, meal. Peter's looking. My managers are looking at me because Peter he, doesn't like. S- I said I hope Zachary isn't one of those doesn't like sweet with um, sour. And he went, Oh God, what are we having? And I Uh-oh. said. Oh, do you hate that? Too? No. Okay, for you. Um, it's I'm just gonna, a I'm very totally simple thing. It's You'll called like Marbella it. chicken. Okay. And it's to be fair, it's probably quite a hearty meal for lunch, but... Great, I haven't eaten yet today. So Good. Yeah. Do you do fasting? I don't, I mean, I don't, do I do fasting? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I, that's not why. Or is it just because you forgot? No, I just didn't. I, was, I went to bed very late last night, and so... Did you? Yeah. Where did you go? I didn't go out. I was home watching was, House oh. of Cards. Oh, so after you? a day of canvassing, you went home totally, to, to yeah. watch the president. I flew home, yeah. I landed. Uh, I landed at like nine thirty, and then we watched House of Cards until uh, wee hours. Hasn't it just started yeah, the new series? Yeah. What did you eat last night? I'm just interested. This is what I do the podcast for. What did, did I eat last night? Yeah. Did you get a takeaway? No. Um, Miles. Um, we love boy, Miles. Yeah, Miles is amazing. The beautiful Miles. Yeah. He's beautiful. He's the calmest person. I mean, you're calm. Like, he's even calmer than he's, you. Well, he's, <laughs> he's like horizontal. He's calmer than me. <laughs> he's just he out, was he out campaigning? <laughs> no, he didn't go with me this weekend. No. Um, but uh, but I came home and he had he made dinner, and which was so sweet. Um, so we had a mushroom and um, spinach frittata. Oh, nice. It was good. Wow. It was simple, but nice. it was like really So tasty. is Miles the cook Delicious. in the relationship? Yeah. Oh, thousand percent. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm really hungry. Oh, yeah. Yes. Are you hungry? Sure. You must be hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. You've like been living I'm ready on. To go. Um, I just got a coffee. So we, we've got Marbella chicken, Great. which I don't know if you've ever had it. It's this meal that I don't know why I love it so much it just I think it gives so much with flavor it's chicken with um you marinate it overnight in um red wine oh, vinegar and garlic, garlic oh, and, I love garlic. and oregano oregano um, now we're here and uh there's prunes in it prunes, and apricots. apricots capers is it sort of like is an it olives. Moroccan olives. influence with like I don't the prunes know. And the, yeah. I kind of I guess Marbella is southern, southern Spain, Spain. Okay, okay. so it's kind so of near there, yeah, yeah right. absolutely Great. and then Mum's always just served it with pesto rice. It's very like... Just put pesto and rice. It's very simple. I'm so excited. And then then a salad, salad. which Jessie's made the dressing. Oh my God, that looks amazing. Well, I hope it is. It smells nice. It doesn't smell too whiny. Yeah, okay, fine. But honestly, this is one that I've been talking about since the first series and we haven't done it, so it's a special occasion that Zachary's getting it. It's like a gourmet chicken tonight. I don't know why. (laughs) Mum? 
Mum, gourmet chicken tonight. It's like a real like. Do you think it is? Take me back to your love, childhood, yeah. Like like made with love chicken tonight. <laughs> made with love chicken tonight. Oh, I just got a prune. Yeah. Delicious. It's the gift that keeps on giving. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, table manners. Uh-huh. Do you believe that you have good table manners? Yes. And is there anything that you see in other people that you just it's like it's a no-go it's like a hell no it's a it's a I, I, I can't believe they just did that I feel like blowing your nose at the table is pretty I mean th- I think yep. there's like we've had that one there. already but blowing your nose with a you napkin mean, Sandy Toxvig was very anti do you know Sandy Toxvig she's an incredible woman um, she's I mean, she's everything. She founded the Women's Equality Party. In, um, she's an actress. She's an actress. She's, she's an activist. Presenter. She's um, yeah. yeah she she's kind of presents a QI. But um, she said, blowing your nose with a napkin is just absolutely with like a cloth napkin. No, a yeah, paper well, napkin. but you've oh, been using napkin. for food. Like she's just like and no. then leaving it on your yeah, plate. It very, it upsets no, that's her. horrifying. That's like absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a, if you're at home and like you're having a casual meal with your friend or partner or whatever, maybe. But no, someone like, else said not blowing your nose. Come on, like yeah. that's just like go it's step just, away. If I curry or anything spicy, my nose runs. Well, there's a difference completely. between wiping or dabbing yeah. oh, discreetly no, yeah. and like blowing your nose at the table, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's one. Um, I don't know. What else? That's fine. No, yeah. That's fine. You what only do you have guys to have, have one. I don't no, know. I tell you what I Mom's find... Mum's very judgmental, with... so... <laughs> really? I tell you what we, we find di- different in, in the States mm-hmm. and from Europe... Mm-hmm. Like, we would never um, remove the plates from the table till everyone had finished eating. <clears throat> and here in, in all the waiters... It's almost thought of as good service. If they, somebody's finished, you take away. it away. Yeah, well, that so is, like yeah. The, yeah, we'd never do like, that. We would European, wait till everyone like finishes. Everyone would finish. You'd have even dirty plates out. You just... Everyone... Interesting, because when I'm done with my plate at a restaurant, if it's like a, a you know, either either there's some food still left on it but I'm yeah. done eating and I put it aside and I'm still talking to somebody who's eating I kind of want that gone so maybe oh, it's just a see, cultural thing I wonder what it is I don't know we feel it's so rude to do that really yeah then it makes the person feel the person that's still eating feel like they, that they need to they hurry have up hurry up right, everyone else is right. of course Jesse yours would be gone first because you could oh, actually let's see oh, who's actually, fi- I, I have gone for seconds though so okay <laughs> look at me oh, no I'm so happy we're really happy if you so delicious it makes us so happy um what would be your desert island meal last supper but they still um, have the death penalty here in oh, the States. Okay, yes. Yeah, so. yeah, like the last meal. I really love Mediterranean food. 
like falafel and yeah. hummus and like just like mm-hmm. that. I eat a lot of like Greek food and um, so I think if I had to choose, it would be like a really robust Greek salad. Uh, although I don't like tomatoes, so it would be. I, really I know, did. right? It's Thank a trouble God for that one. Raw or and cooked. <laughs> I don't like raw tomatoes. I like tomato sauce. I like, you know, I can mm-hmm. eat that. I can eat I like that, but tomatoes I don't like raw tomatoes. Do, to do very split. divisive. They are divisive. Very divisive. Yeah. We yeah. know, who was the other person who did? Ralph, Ralph Little. Mm-hmm. Hated yeah. tomatoes. I mean, sometimes an heirloom tomato that's like perfectly ripe with some mozzarella, burrata, or whatever, you know, I'll do that. But, um, but yeah, so I would say like, I love, I love Kalamata olives, Castle Vetrano olives, Feta cheese, so a meze, um, a meze, yeah. sure. Hummus, maybe a tagine. I could get in on. This is sort of yeah. yeah this is kind this of like a tagine. This is nearly. This is nearly a tagine. There's definitely a Moroccan vibe here. Yeah, good. Like, um, yeah, southern Spain and northern Morocco. Okay, so what's for pud? Pud is like a generic term for you, right? Pudding. Pudding. You know, no, I know, but I mean like. I don't. But, uh, pudding means. Dessert. No, pudding is a different thing than dessert. Yeah, but pudding's a specific p- dessert, right? Yeah. Okay, but. We People usually say, say put. We say yeah. jaunts and put. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just kind of a lazy, kind of friendly way of saying. It's a more relaxed way of saying dessert. Can we have we- churros? Like that might be my. Oh idea. wow! With what dip? Like chocolate. A, like chocolate. A, no, like a dolce de leche. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, we ask everyone. Mm-hmm. Uberating. What's my uberating? Yeah, we need to know. How do you find that out? Oh my god, this is the best thing. So when really nobody Russell, yeah. right? I told him, uh, I told him ours, and he went, "Oof, that's low." And then he was so much lower. He was the lowest anybody's ever. Can had. you find it out on yes. your app? Yeah. Wait, how? Okay. Wait. I bet you get five stars. Oh. Here's my Uber. Oh, hold, hold, okay, so, no, so hold here. on, God, okay. Here, so you I see go. it. No, right he right here. Here. it's under right. my name, Zachary right? Zachary Quinto, what is your Uber rating? Four point seven. Shit, you're, that's because you're an famous. An is that low? No, that is super high. Is and I it? think it's only because you're famous. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason? I tipped. Well, what was you Russell Tovey's? 4.3. But I think Why? it's just we Rocky's were in the car. Uh, I think, uh, uh, passing wind a lot, I think. He's a Frenchie, right? they're scared right? of you, yeah. or they think that you're going to kill them. Because Maybe they think you're, you're still, yeah, and so basically no, they're I'm like, nice. ah, five stars. What's the last thing you say to an Uber driver every time you get out of the car? Thank you so I much. I say Have thank nice you day. very much. What do you say? Drive safely. Oh, uh, okay. okay. i do that one. Yeah. But do your Uber drivers come from miles away? Like Sure, some, I'm yeah. sure, yeah. Do you... And do they drive Toyota Priuses like they do in England? He's probably getting exact, Mom. So when you do an Uber here, you either do Uber, what is it? Yeah, I do Uber Black. It's called Uber Black VIP because Ooh. like I'm in it long enough now that I have this different. So it's like you get the best car in the area for the same price as an Uber regular, right. like an Uber Black. Lovely. I don't know. I'm a, you know what? I will say this about myself, and this is something I've come to know and embrace. Like I have, I don't think if if you ask people who know me, I don't really think that success has changed me all that much except when it comes to travel that's the one way that i've changed my routines and my patterns and like i just have come to like that's one way that i don't ever compromise or like travel first yeah always yeah good on you do you think it's worth it yeah yes Mum, we we were not first yesterday but like i fly i fly in in the u.s i fly JetBlue. 
but JetBlue has a mint class. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not the nicest. Air, like American yeah. is sort of the flagship airline of the U.S. Like. JetBlue is considered like a you know a user friendly airline, but they started a mint class a couple of years ago, and I found it, and it's like amazing, you know, and I love it, and and it makes me feel comfortable and taken care of, and like that's just one way that I feel. So the same thing with Uber, like I don't, I'm not interested in like I want the I don't know. Sorry. Do you eat the plain food or do you bring your own? No, I eat the plain food. I love plain food. Me too. I love it. And the it. weird it's thing exciting. is, I eat, yeah, I know, <laughs> and I'll eat things on planes that I'll never eat on the ground. I'd be like, oh, a lobster tail? Sure. Like, I would never eat a lobster tail or order a lobster tail ever. I'd be like, shrimp? Okay. Like, I don't, I'm not a big, like, shellfish or No, I person. like those, the, those, those famous words. When you stick with the champagne, I say, yeah, of course. <laughs> that was when I drank. That was my favorite place to yeah. drink on planes. On planes? Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. I had my last drink rocked. on a plane. Oh, Did really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When was that? May 23rd, 2016. So you have Loved only it. been abstinent for about two years. Yeah, sobriety's been a really interesting journey for me, and I feel really grateful for it, uh, for sure. It's been really... Did you need to For myself, I did, you know? I think, you know, people who know me or, you know, people were surprised. Like, people in my life were kind of like, wait, what? Like, you, you know? But I also smoked a lot of pot. So I felt like just the two things and the combination of things, I was just, you know, I was really unhappy. Mm. And I couldn't account for this unhappiness when I stepped back and looked at my life and saw how much abundance was in it. Mm. There was no gratitude. The imbalance was shocking to me. And I was really, really miserable. And I thought, this is, at least, this may not be why, but this is preventing me from getting at the why. This relationship that I have to alcohol and to pot. And and yeah, so I made that decision. But I have incredibly fond memories of it. And <laughs> uh, and particularly on planes, because they never let your glass get more than half empty. Except I have to say, we didn't drink, I didn't drink yesterday because we left so early. Uh-huh. And I felt so much better. Yeah, you always Than if I'd had a drink, I'd well, have I felt get sleepy. And, on planes. Yeah. and when we were on like press tours and stuff, yeah. I mean, it's just like... It never ends. So I, I have a really, you know, all of my, my memories of drinking and, you know, partying are really fond ones, actually. Um, but I think that's where they need to stay. I want your go-to, no-nonsense, not fancy-schmancy, doesn't need to have a huge reservation, like your go-to neighborhood restaurant that you love. Yeah, um, there's a few. Um, Say I love it. some good Italian. Oh, yes. Okay. I would really um, love. There's good. great Italian restaurants in my neighborhood, in particular. There's one called Vix. Don't know it. Which is, to me, it is my. It's definitely our like haunt. You know, we go there probably more than any restaurant in Vicks. the city. Yeah, Vix. Where is um, it? It's on Great Jones Street. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. But Great Jones Street has got Alimentari, Il, 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 Il Buco, Il Buco Alimentari. So love, there's there's yeah. there's Il Buco on Bond Street, which is the original Il Buco, which is yeah. like uh, elevated Italian, which you might want to try if you haven't been. Then but the Alimentari, Alimentari, which is like more family. It it's feels yeah, more it's relaxed, like a little right? casual. We a little went more casual. Um, with Hannah. Yeah, I was there. yeah. When she was staying, Bohemian. Yeah, Bohemian. Oh so my god! So, so that's my. I live like okay, this great. One. But Vix to me. I like it better. Okay, I don't know it's, if it's... I like the chef. She changes the menu all the time. She's very, like, she's very there. She's, like, it's cool. It's really Like, cool. lots of people for their last supper 
say that they would like spetty vongole. Uh -huh. I don't know how to cook it. Can you cook bones? it? No. But you're not a shellfish person, a are shellfish. you? That oh, was you the don't. one thing that we were like, do you not eat anything? And they said, yeah, don't fancy shellfish. Right. Yeah, but you have lobster tail on a plane. On a plane. That's or when he's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, I think more recently. Yeah, when, when I'm on a plane, for some reason, I'll try things that I wouldn't try. That is when I would not try lobster. I know, obviously. It's, that doesn't make any sense that I would like, I eat things. I got terrible food poisoning on an LL meal. Well, it was a kosher meal, yep. wasn't it? And that was it a nearly shellfish. killed me. I was pregnant with Alex. I nearly oh, no. ended up in hospital. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so Vicks. <clears throat> mm -hmm. This is good to know. There's another great restaurant called Narcissa, which is in the standard East Can Village. Can you write these down, yeah. darling? Yeah. Narcissa. Narcissa. Uh, it's not Italian, what but it's... Uh, I mean, uh, food, rather. It's, um, how would I describe it? I mean, they have a really good brunch, but their oh, dinner food is like... Um, They've got like a really great curry. Um, they've got, it's kind of just like, I don't know, like a Fusion. gastro fusion cuisine. And they do curry. Yeah, they do like a, like a weird, like it depends, they change the protein sometimes and it'll be like a, they serve it and there's rice and veggies and then whatever protein, and then you like pour the curry on. It's really okay. nice. Um, I like Narcissa a lot. Those are my those, those. There's a lot of Italian in our place in our. In our did, did you and did your dad cook Italian? Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. what was his go-to meal? Um, just a lot of pastas and you know putting different things in there. He loved um, uh, like Italian sausage and pasta and like mm. uh, they, he would like, like sausage, sausage and peppers. Yeah, yeah lovely know, like with, tomato, with tomato yeah, sauce yeah. and mm. peppers and like that was a big. It's thing a in our really family. good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Whereabouts in Italy is your family from? South it's a little or? no uh, outside of Rome. Mm -hmm. Northeast of Rome, a little town called Lenola. I've never been there. I've been all through Italy. You need I've never, to go. I know. I know. My my old my um, aunt, my dad's youngest sister, um, has been and contacted the family there. So I definitely want to go. Have you still got family there? Yeah. yeah. And what what is that area known for? Is it kind of sausage and? I don't know. I don't know. You're I've about never to go on like a food discovery I pilgrimage. Go. I'm doing, I, 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 um, they have this show, I don't know if you guys have it over there, but it's called Who Do You Think You Are? Yes. Yeah, we have Are a you show. doing it? Well, I'm, I've, you know, I've, like they've come, we've talked about it and they, I've done my like DNA thing and they're like in touch with members of my family and kind of exploring. So what, the, have they found all your I don't know, they don't tell you anything. Oh. So Until cool. because sometimes I gather that like they go down this whole path and they don't find anything interesting enough to make an episode about. Some people find out like they've got not. Danny yeah. Dyer found out that he was royal. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can find out some pretty remarkable things. So you don't know whether you're interesting and your your, your ancestry is interesting. Yeah. Well, they've gone radio silent. I, they, we, I kept being like, wait, what's happening with that? Aww. And then they were like. They're on hiatus, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then, like, I like I asked my assistant the other day. You I was do like, look Roman. What? I was like, "What's going on with that?" And then she was like, "I don't know. Like, they won't respond." So, like, am I oh, that uninteresting, or like, oh, are no. they still on hiatus? That is so annoying. A little bit. Would you like coffee and dessert? Sure. Yeah. That it's not delicious. really. Basically, my mum. We I help with the dishes. No, That's my you can sit down. No, 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 no. You are sit. You sure. Yes. We we stupidly had it in our diary that you were coming for dinner, which doesn't oh. matter. No, really? no, 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 it was a, it was a mistake. An administrative, anyway, we found, and so I was like, we're gonna do them, um, this. Mum was like, it's really heavy for lunch. Oh, I don't delicious. think that was heavy, thank you very much. No, it was so, delicious. So then we've gone very um, light on the pud. Oh, great. Which is, I mean, it's literally a macaroon and a coffee, so great. I'm sorry. Perfect. No, don't be sorry, okay. that's good. Okay, let's just try this and see how it goes. You might have to, yeah, you might Oh, have. um, I, they're good. Mm. Mm. 
It tastes That's great. good. Mm. Seeing as Alex kind of didn't know what he was doing this morning, obviously we prepared this and really thought about. That's good. Mm. That's delicious. I know you're not a cook per se, mm-hmm. but what what dish are you proud of that you can cook, Zachary? If somebody was coming around for dinner and you had to be, and Miles was out of town, mm. and you couldn't do takeout, what would I make? I w- it would probably be a chicken tonight. No, I wouldn't <laughs> do a chicken tonight. But I would probably do like black rice. I love black rice mm-hmm. and coconut oil. Mm. And probably like a stir fry, like simple. Like I'm not, I don't get mm. complicated, but I would probably do like a chicken stir fry with like a tahini sort of dressing. Mm. On top, like a bit of a, yeah, that would probably be my simple offering. Mm. We like to make soup a lot too. Yeah, I love soup. Fresh soups, carrot, ginger, mushroom in the winter, especially. Mm. That's like a nice way to, we'll do that when people come over because it's like a simple way to kind of gather around and Mm -hmm. share something. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Absolutely. My pleasure. We do appreciate it. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank Um, you for a delicious meal. Pleasure. For really like, I feel like you set me up to not like that, and then I loved it. Oh, it's all part of the Totally, yeah. I would make that. That, that would be that a good... Was, that's it easy. It seems easy. Yeah, I would totally... Just will you send me the recipe? chicken and with olive oil yeah, and yeah, vinegar, yeah. Uh-huh. and you can leave the wine out. I'll leave you don't the wine out, but it. yeah, totally. I mean, I didn't, you didn't taste it at all. And, and leave it in the fridge the night before Bish Bash Bosh. Love it. Well, Mum, he was a delight. A delight. I don't know why you undersell everything that we eat. It's like your approach to life is always undersell. And then... Yeah, that's what I've been taught. No, 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 I don't think so. It was such a good dish and he loved it. And actually, you're right, it wasn't too heavy for lunch. You've denied me of that dish for four seasons. Okay. And it is an absolute winner. The fact Zachary Quinto wants the recipe... And he doesn't cook. And he doesn't cook. Because I think he saw the potential. Those guests are going to be so happy when they don't get a pumpkin soup. Yeah. And they get Marbella chicken in their life. Yeah. Well, someone needs to book him for the West End. He's got a pretty good CV. So, and oh my goodness, when you see him in this TV show and you see how he looks as an old man. Oh, wow. It's horrific. Horrific. But yeah, such a pleasure. Always the most wonderful person to speak to. And just so glad that we got to spend a couple of hours with him in New York. Brilliant. Um, Thank you, Zachary. And thank you for listening to our first New York special. The Table Manners music you have been enjoying is by Pete Fraser and Peter Duffy. And our dear editor and producer is Alice Williams. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.